Yo. Hey, what's up? Can you? Oh, wow. So this is. I I know you can call people from the thing. Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna try, and the, your audio should sound so much better, and I'll automatically post this way. Oh, my uh, my smooth, beautiful, velvety tone. Yeah, but I don't know if we can edit this. So, hello, everybody. Welcome to <laughs> Wit and Black. <laughs> yeah, we're still winging it, actually. <laughs> Yep, so uh, trying to record in the Anchor app uh, to see if that will fix Robbie's uh, audio. My, uh, underwater, uh, my underwater audio that sounded like I was in a basement. Well, it was because we were recording it on my laptop and not yours. If I would have sounded like I was underwater if we'd done it the reverse. So we'll try it this way. I don't know about that. My, uh, my, my computer can hold up. Can hold up. It's actually brand new. Got it from HP. Shout out to HP. Uh, yeah, no, uh, my audio sounded. I mean, my audio, it was a good podcast. My audio sounded like I was in a hostage video, but that's all cool. That's all cool. Obviously, anchors hooking us up right now, so just saying. You usually sound like you're in a hostage video, though. <laughs> yeah, that's my uh, that's my kink. Don't kink shame me, all right. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of uh, kinks, uh, I know who's got a special kink. It's uh, that. That, co- that company called Walt Disney that likes to buy every single thing known to man. Uh, they bought 21st Century Fox, which means they own uh, The Simpsons, which is a shitty. Uh, they own Fantastic Four, which had like three shitty movies in it. Uh, they own like pretty much everything, like Fox News, which is shitty. So they own like everything under the Fox umbrella. And people can guess the 24th things. Century Fox umbrella. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> so, Anastasia uh, was one of the classics, so now they own Anastasia. And the only reason I'm excited about this is that the ride for Rasputin's descent into the underworld could be amazing and would be a great addition to Disney World's theme parks. So I'm just yeah. saying, Disney, at me, I expect my payment in Venmo, so... Yeah, I mean, if Walt Disney wants to buy us out, they want to buy our podcast, you're free to do so, please, actually. <laughs> you can forward that check to uh, Wit and Nerdy Studios. Um, no, well, that's, that's a good idea. I mean, like, the theme park, it should help the theme parks, but I'm worried that they're going to make Anastasia. I actually like Anastasia. Uh, like, I, my favorite part is the talking bat. Uh, because I'm talk. Simple- yeah, exactly. My, yeah, that, that one, yeah, because I'm, I'm a simpleton. Uh, so, I like... I'm like my fear is that they're gonna make like an animated movie out of it. And it's gonna be good, and then they're gonna directly make a shitty live action movie out of it, like they've done for like all their movies for some reason. Well, Anastasia's on Broadway right now. Oh yeah, it, yeah. I I I saw the play uh, on bootleg. <laughs> oh, was it any good? I want to see it. It was actually pretty. It was actually pretty good. Uh, I got had a couple of songs stuck in my head. Uh, my my Petersburg was was was. was good jam actually I, I can forge you the link uh but this is totally illegal so i'm totally i'm totally i'm totally gonna tell you over, <laughs> over podcast so i'm not <laughs> saying i have a link and that i watched it illegally but there's a chance i could help you if you'd like to <laughs> i saw hamilton uh i saw hamilton on, on bootleg before i went to go see it like on on the play i'm not a, i'm not afraid to like i'm like i don't know if if lynn manuel miranda is listening uh, i apologize hamilton is the best play ever but uh yeah i saw that on bootleg uh i, I mean i feel like he wouldn't hate that because i i feel like i've paid for my hamilton ticket over and over with how many times i've like streamed his album on okay, yep. spotify or itunes because and, and bought the album so i have to say that i've paid for my ticket at this point and i don't 
<laughs> you, 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 yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're actually absolved of all your, uh, your screaming sins. Like, my thing about Hamilton is, is that, uh, like, I love, I love Broadway plays, which that might be a shock for people who don't know me. I love Broadway. Uh, I Instagram every time I'm at a theater because I like to show people that I'm cool and uh, I have a social life. Uh, even though I go to most of these plays alone. Um, <laughs> I have uh, a social life, but I go to these plays alone. I, I go and I, I sing. I sing them in my Uber car on the on the way back alone. Uh, and then... Get your Uber driver to be your duet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, I'm imagining him... you singing the high falsetto part. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, when I got uh, me and my Uber driver, we were singing um, "Helpless." You know the, the the song "Helpless." Helpless. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's my. Look I sang me. I also sang. I also sang the. Uh, the uh, the Skyler part and he sang uh, Alexander Hamilton so it all it all worked oh, out. Oh, that's beautiful. I honestly think you should have recorded that. You would have been famous. I, I, I like I, I think I had the pipes. Like I could have been an understudy in Hamilton. Like I, if I had a role in Hamilton to be on, I would have loved to be Thomas Jefferson. I think that's like like Thomas Jefferson's obviously by far the best character in Hamilton. Well, okay. besides besides all the Skylers who are probably objectively <laughs> besides the best. all of them, but okay. Because like, <laughs> well, if you think about it, no one in Hamilton's like a good person. <laughs> like, but, and you're, they're not explicitly evil. They're just people with motivations, and yeah, th- that's what makes it like they're relatable people. Like, you look at yourself and go, like, I would like to be good, but I also am an evil. Like, I also have like, I'm also a bad person. Like, like Alexander Hamilton's very relatable because like. He wants to do good things. It's like, but then he cheats on his wife, and like, you're like, oh, it happens. (laughs) It happens. But, (laughs) but you know, and then like with Aaron Burr and Hamilton, it's kind of about how they let their careers kind of blind them to what they were trying to make, which is, you know, a country, a functioning country, you know. And so, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Aaron Burr should have. Sir Aaron Burr, sir Aaron Burr, sir. Excuse me. Uh, Aaron Burr should have. Uh, I'm not. I'm like. I'm not saying that like he was right in you know shooting you know in the, in the duel and shooting Alexander Hamilton. But I mean, Alexander Hamilton had it coming. I'm, that's my hot take in Hamilton. He <laughs> yeah, had that's it coming. Chicago now. He had Let's, it coming. He um, voted for. He, he voted for Tom Jefferson, who he clearly didn't like. That's like basically, if you look at it, that's like if you're running for prom queen. And your best friend voted for Sally because you and your best friend uh, had disagreement about what color dress you should wear. Well, and here's the thing is that you know, if Alexander Hamilton hadn't died in a duel, we would not remember him. Like, he was forgotten oh, no. for a while. Oh, yeah. But no. he would have faded into obscurity and ruined his own reputation. Like, he wouldn't have died as someone with uh, people even at the end of his life he was fading into obscurity and his death is it was almost martyrdom you know and and it kind of catapulted him into this uh place of you you almost forgot about all the things he did in his life that were kind of idiotic because he died young and in such a dramatic fashion like most like most old politicians uh he would have he done something that would have totally created his entire career um and like my thing is like about Alexander Hamilton, like the, the great thing about the play is that the play is it's like it's it's historically relevant, it's historically accurate. Um, like it's it's like it has a lot of great bops and it's funny and stuff like that. 
But like the thing is that like what you realize that you come over two things. You go like, well, Alexander Hamilton really did help a lot with you know restoring like kind of financial structure for America to go on. And Tom Jefferson was a dickhead. <laughs> like those are the two takeaways you take from that entire play. Mainly that Tom Jefferson was a dickhead. <laughs> well, I mean, they kind of all were dickheads, but that is true. That like that my, is true. Like, my favorite but, like... thing is that um. So I have his biography that Tom the, Jefferson. Um, no, 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 no. Um, Alexander Hamilton's the uh, one that the whole musical is based on. Yep. And um. Well, you know, I, you know, I don't read Whitney, so I you gotta know you don't read. You gotta tell me about but, it. But uh, it was. It was interesting because they talk about how Alexander Hamilton would keep saying he was anti-slavery after all he saw on the islands, you know. But then throughout his life, he never – he would join these anti-slavery organizations, but they were all afraid to take any action because they were like, whoa, I like being rich. (laughs) Well, well, Whitney, well, Whitney, you see – listen, it's a a can of war. It's a complicated issue. It's it's complicated. Yeah. People's civil liberties are so – difficult to exactly grant. exactly it's like listen like i know you want to be you want to be treated as people like here in america but like, let's 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 calm down let's simmer down a little bit let's not go too it's like a hasty okay <laughs> let's wait it out <laughs> so this is a bit of a recommendation for anybody who wants to feel hashtag woke um hashtag stay woke uh thanks robbie it's a uh, it's the podcast uncivil i've been recommending this to everyone i pass i've been shouting it from the rooftops it's this it kind of dismantles these civil war rumors okay my cat's in a really bad mood guys i'm really sorry she was talking she, she heard you talk she heard talk shit about the founding forefathers she couldn't take it <laughs> make america make america great again god damn it <laughs> well now he's going into my chemicals so i guess i'll just let him right um yeah <laughs> my household cleaners He's but gone. uh they were taught so in uncivil they will kind of address these myths that surround american history and just dismantle them so for example there's the whole myth that no women fought in the civil war and that's why they won't let women fight in civil war reenactment battles and then this woman goes i want to fight in these civil war reenactment battles and sued them because she found Ooh. a case where there was actually somebody. There's several cases where they're like, my Aunt Josephine ran away and joined the Union Army and became Uncle Joe, you know? Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yep. And then she found out that living as a man was awesome because she was less, you know, d- discriminated against and could own property and vote. So she passed as a man for the rest of her life, that kind of thing. Hey, hey so, she, she said. She said, "I'm gonna, I'm, I'm re I'm gonna re up for this a couple of years." So now. it was. It's, so they do that sort of thing where they just kind of dismantle these ideas that you've always had about, you know, how the war was over states' rights and how Dixie, the, you know, the, the song was written yep. was originated. It, did, well, it probably wasn't written. It was probably a traditional song that was never written down, but it originated from a black family in Ohio. Of course, of course. Listen, just like Elvis stole. You know, just like Elvis stole black culture, I, I, I'm not shocked. I, I'm not shocked. We want some reparations for Dixie. <laughs> I want to be able to. to this, is, this is the wave. 2018. Uh, the black. You know, we're gonna all we're gonna re we're gonna retake Dixie, and we're gonna play it at all the parties, and we're gonna have a rap remix to it. Metro Boomin's gonna be on it, and it's gonna be fire. Yeah. Uh, who? <laughs> Metro. Metro. Uh, uh, that's another. That's another day. I. I'll. I don't, I'll <laughs> I'll forward you the Wikipedia. Don't worry about it. It's a it's a rap group. It's a long story. I don't have to. 
You know, you know, if, if haven't you heard of, you know, if uh, Metro Boomin don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I should just have nodded and just gone along with that reference, but I, I felt like maybe I would learn something and now I'm just, I know it's futile. So, so back to, back to the, back to what we do now, what you do know, which is the civil, the civil, this, uh, podcast. That's so, first of all, I, I gotta say one thing. Um, I feel like getting rejected from a, like a civil war reenactment, any, re, any war reenactment, that's like being kicked out the, the chess club. Um, so I, I, that's, that's my opinion on it. I feel like that's like being kicked out of, you know, the badminton club. It's like not many people, you know, you know, it's not really a big loss on my record, but I mean, how dare you turn me, turn me back, but continue. I mean, she was kind of like, I just wanted to play the five. <laughs> <laughs> the little like flute thing that they play. I feel like it's the only cool part about being in a civil war. Like, yeah. it, it, uh, you know, I'm gonna, this is a hot take. War, re- war reenactments are hit or miss. Uh, I've been to ones that are pretty, that are genuinely cool. Uh, I've been to ones. War reenactments? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's got here both sides. It was in. Um, no. Was why? In, why were you? It, it... Uh, I. Uh, it was like a. So it was a field trip. Okay. So it was a field trip, and uh, we went to one in upstate, New, upstate New York, and. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna preface by saying this. Uh, my role in this reenactment. Uh, I was I was the help. Wait, AKA, hang on. I, I, was, I was a slave. What? Were you in high school at this point? Uh, I was in seventh grade, and uh, I was a slave. Uh, me yeah, and, I was gonna say, weren't you the only black kid in your school? Yeah, I was one of three. So uh, we all three of us were, were the slaves. Coincidentally, coincidentally, I, I felt like uh, oh, I felt like I, I didn't audition to be the slave. I auditioned to, to be a soldier. But you know what? They kind of saw that I had more of a natural screen presence as a slave. Uh, so, so oh it was, uh, that was hit or miss. What? I said, oh my gosh. So, uh, that was hit or miss. And then I had to watch one. So like the one that like I got to participate was actually kind of fun because we just got to run around and do a bunch of dumb shit. And then after, they like kind of just said, oh, it's over now. They surrendered. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then I had to watch one in high school because a friend of mine just went in one and oh my God, it was the most boring goddamn thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and like, there was this dude at the front of the line, and they were reenacting. They were reenacting the Civil War, and this dude played. He played his part a little too well. All right, he was uh, supposed to be like one of the Southern generals. I don't know. I, I, he had a lot of believability. He had a lot of believability in it. I, I felt like he really did want to take the South back. So I was like, all right, I don't know if he's uh, supposed to root for him, supposed to cheer, you know, supposed to cheer him because he's doing a great performance, but uh, a little too real. So that's my that's been my re- my uh, experiences with, re- with war reenactments. The real the the Civil War is always really weird to talk about in Mississippi, because well I've read there's a couple studies out there actually about how the Civil War is taught in Mississippi and it's not necessarily uh, accurate. Uh, ah, yeah, the, the war the war end the war ended. It was a it was, a, it was really a, it was a thing. It was a stalemate. Um, stalemate. No one no clear winner here. You know. It was funny because <laughs> I had I was talking to this older gentleman. Um, probably 45, 55 area, probably. And he was like, I like history because, you know, things like the Civil War never change. And I wanted to say, 
hang on, but they do change. The way we look at these historical events completely changes. And, but I didn't know how to, to correct him politely. He's looking, and, at the, he's looking at the Civil War like a box score, like for like basketball. Who's like, well, you know, he had you no, know, he had two shots that day. And this guy had five shots that day. Lee had a, like uh, he had a surrender, so he takes a loss. So, I mean, <laughs> my thing about like the Civil War that's like really awkward is because like when you hear people talk about it online, this thing talking about history online is also something I try to never I try to never talk about history online. Uh, whenever I see someone like have like big thread and they're talking about historical events, I skip those completely because. You know the comment section is going to be bad because most people go, well, I mean, if you look at it this way, they're really fighting for states' rights. And it's like, yeah, the states' rights are on slaves. <laughs> actually, so I was reading Uh-oh. this original post. I'm going to actually you. You, you, um, you, you just you came, out hard, you came out hard with it. But they were, I was reading something that said the South was actually against state rights because at the time, state rights meant your right to choose to not be a slave state. Oh, so they were. Uh, but I don't know if that's true. Somebody is gonna at me now and threaten me because I don't have my PhD in history. But yeah, you don't. Have, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you doing here? Offering his historical, historical. I can't wait for the since I white splained you. I can't wait for someone to mansplain me. So. Oh, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do that on a later topic. Oh you know, my topic gosh, I know nothing person. about. I'll, I'll just be like. I'll just be we like, could be in a circle of disrespecting each other's authority on topics it'd be great i, I you see his thing like you know you listen you come you come in here and you talk about you know stuff about like women's stuff and i'm like listen here as a man you know who's had no experience in what you experience let me tell you the best way to to, to remedy that all right like i'm gonna actually what i'm gonna start doing i'm gonna start like opening a website called mansplain.com uh it's gonna be like webmd.com so if someone like comes there and go hey like you know my my contraptions are a uh, couple of minutes apart, which I do, and I'll contractions. Be like, what, what, what did I say? You said contraptions. <laughs> well, well, the baby is a trap. So I knew you were just talking too quickly, but I wanted to clarify. Well, a, a baby is a trap, so you know. <laughs> and so you know, they'd be like, you know, if my contractions are a couple of minutes apart, which I do, and I'll be like, listen, you know, look here, girl, uh, you know, open a, open a can of uh, beer. Pop that shit up in there, and those, the contractions are going to go right away, right quickly, all right? <laughs> yeah, but if you put your feet up on a chair. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Drinking while pregnant is un- underrated. It's really underrated, uh, if you think about it. Uh, think about how many people that you know have told you that their mom, like, drank, drank, with, drank while they were pregnant, and they turned out well, right? They're well, like, the yeah. thing, that what they say is that the problem is they don't know the line. Like, how much can you drink before it's a problem? Because you can't ethically test for that. So it's better to just say True. never drink than it is to say you can only have one drink a week. You know? Here's the thing. Like, this is why I, this is why I, you know, I couldn't be a woman, number one, because I'm not strong enough to be one. Because, I'm sorry, you're not going to make, you're not going to turn my stomach into a swollen raisin for nine months with oh. some damn fetus mm-hmm. kicking me. Like he's fucking Billy Blanks. Like that ain't happening. And then they kick your sciatic nerve, and your legs go out from underneath you, or they kick your stomach, and you start throwing up all over the place. Like no, exactly. Like leave my sciatic nerve alone, goddammit. No, 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 no. Exactly. Listen, I I have never seen. I'm sorry, I've never seen a a happy pregnant woman in my entire life. Like I've never seen someone like like not okay that kiss. Wow, fast. Thanks. I'm gonna add it a lot. (laughs) Like I've never seen like someone. Like eight or nine months pregnant with a smile on their face for longer than five I have. minutes. You have. I have my uh, I my cousin. 
she was very young when she was pregnant, so that might uh-huh. be why. It might be the naivety. She was, <laughs> no, she, she was, um, I think that it was just a very healthy pregnancy. She just looked like herself. It was weird. You know how some people, when they get pregnant, they look like they're pregnant from all angles? Fat she people? just looked like she was holding a beach ball over her stomach. <laughs> oh, oh wow. That's actually not, that's not bad. Like, yeah. And she's, it was, and he's perfect. But she was very happy and had a very non-complicated pregnancy, and it was kind of ah. well. Goddamn! I mean, look, well, power, more power to her. Like, yeah, I, she came to my graduation like nine months pregnant. Damn! Wow! And she was like, she's just all good. Like, she's, I'm not yeah, cool. she was. She was just fine. I remember, like, I, I saw a woman. Okay, so I, I saw a woman like, like go go and go and labor at a restaurant once, and I remember <laughs> me. I remember me thinking, wow, I'm a little bitch. Like, so she was eating, she was at, was at the Olive Garden in New York City, uh, the one in Times Square. The, the, wait, we've eaten there. We've eaten there, exactly. We've eaten there. Uh, this is actually probably after, too, because so, I would have never went there had I known. Um, so we, <laughs> You would have we said that Olive Garden is cursed, something ex- about it. Something about it. And so she was eating her bread, she was just chomping away at her bread, breadsticks, you know, more powder. And then, like, she kind of stopped, and she's like, so she's a table away from me. She stopped, and she kind of, like, says, whispered something to her husband, and her husband, I think, had, he, he was, like, the dad on every, like, infomercial ever. Like, he didn't know what the fuck to do. Like, she, she told him he was going through labor, and he thought that he had to bring her, like, a hard hat or some shit, because he was just not getting it. So, she is, like, you know, she's going through labor, and, like, so... This olive, this olive Garden wait, waiter is, like, asking her, like, what he can do for her. I'm sorry, I'll, bringing an Olive Garden wait, waiter to a pregnant woman who's going through labor is, like, bringing, you know, a McDonald's chef to uh, NASA. Like, <laughs> different trades and skills. It's not, you're not going to get the job done. It's going to take you a lot longer. And you get more upset because of the lack of quality customer service. So they end up, like, getting, like, the ambulance. And they end up, like, transporting her to the, the nearby medical hospital. But I remember sitting there like, wow, I don't want to eat my breadsticks anymore. Like, and I realized like in that moment that I'm a bitch. Like in that moment, I would have folded. I'd be like, you know what? Nah, you know what? Nah, I'm, the kids is not gonna come out. <laughs> not here. <laughs> not at Olive Garden. <laughs> I'm not gonna have a never a never ending baby. I'm sorry, this is not gonna happen. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry. This whole story. Just I'm thinking about you just being completely scarred seeing a woman go through such pain i i um, actually i actually almost cried like i was <laughs> sitting there i was on, I was, on a, I was on a date too by the way so like that ruined any possibility of me ever having any type of a second date <laughs> nope no second date i didn't even hold her hand i was like you know i, I i've seen the evils of what i, I turned i think it was abstinent that day i was like you know what i I'm gonna. I'm use my body for for better than than just pure filth and uh, filth and uh, hedonistic my, pleasure. Hedonistic <laughs> pleasures, absolutely not. Which is, and I just remember like sitting there and like after they like, like after you know she gets the transport to the hospital, like I remember my like waiter was like, uh, "Would you want anything more?" And I was like, "Nah, check please." Like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> he he goes, "You just sat down and had breadsticks," and you say, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm done." <laughs> You just got here and had your water, sir. Well, you know her water broke, so you know we're good. <laughs> I feel like I just ended, we just ended the cycle of what of me of my dining experience here. So I only have been there since, um, because I don't know when the next time I'm gonna I see some shit like that. Like I don't know, like have you ever like eaten out at places and seen some like some truly terrifying shit, and then just been like, nah, I can't, I can't eat here anymore. No, no, there are definitely places where I'm just I'm just scarred from one experience there. 
and I can't even voice it really, but I just, I can't go back there. Uh, well, 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 where'd it happen? I'm trying to think of a specific, like, no, I know this has definitely happened to me before, but I'm trying to think of, like, a specific incident that really scarred that place for me. I a mean, lot of shit happens at, like, a lot of shit happens at, like, like Denny's. Like, like Denny's after, like, 11 o'clock apparently turns into, like, you know, a war bump zone. fights. Yeah, it's just the worst place on earth. Like, uh, I've heard, like, the Waffle House in Florida is, like, the Maury show 24-7. Um, I've had some pretty bad experiences uh, at Wendy's at night where I'm like, I, I got to take my business somewhere else. <laughs> like, and that's pretty hard. Like, I don't think, I, I don't think anyone's ever said, I'm going to take my business somewhere else at a fast food restaurant. Um, there so was like, a Walgreens. Re- too? Okay. And so I'm feeling sick. I'm just all stuffed up. And, have, and yeah. so go up to the pharmacist, describe my situation. And he's like, well, you could take this, but it'll make you drowsy. And I said, okay, well, I want to take that. So, yes, let's. That's what I want. Thank you. Let's get it. And then I, so I grab a box of that and I go to the front and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a soda so I can, like the drug addict I am, just take this right as soon as I purchase it. Like open the box in the store, pour it into my mouth and drink it. So I'm going to get a a soda too. Yep. At the front. And I get a soda, and I got my box of, I think it was like Sudafed or something like that. And I go to the cash register, and my card won't swipe. For whatever reason, it's just not swiping. And I said, that's, well, the, wor- that's, the, that's the most embarrassing shit, too, by the way. Well, and you're like, it's, you know it's not your card being declined. It's just not yep. swiping. And so I asked her, I said, I'm sorry, this card sometimes has difficulty swiping. Could you just key it in? And she goes, No. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I have no other way to pay for this, even though I did. But her attitude was just really bothering me. And so I said, sorry, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, then. You know what? Fuck yeah, you, Yeah, I'm like, then. no, this isn't worth it. If you're – I'm not – no, if you're not going to be nice about it, I'm not going to meet you halfway. Like, this is it. That's all you get. Here's, like, that's my thing. Like, like places like Walgreens, CVS, like – I had a, a moment in CVS. Like I, this is a, a particular CVS I can't go to. Um, so I, uh, I had to get some intimate items. Um, and I, I was there. And listen, you know, I was, you know, just trying to, you know, just get my stuff and get the fuck out. That's all I wanted to do. It was literally like 12, 10 o'clock at night. So, and I placed the items on the, on the counter. I'm like, hey, and I, I made eye contact with this dude. I said, hey, listen. I don't need you, you know, broadcasting what's on this table right now. Um, <laughs> put it in the bag, and we can head out, and I, I can go about my day. You can go about your day, and we'll be good. So, you know, he, a couple, you know, so, you know, one I was like, I had, like, milk duds or, like, whoppers or something. So, that, you know, that rings through. Uh, I had to get a couple of hangers. That rang through. Uh, I had to get, like, some other, like, food material. And so, then comes, you know. The, the intimate wire. item. It's the intimate item. Um, so... That thing rings, and then it gives a do-do-do, and I was like, nah, that better not be a price check on this shit. I was like, how can you, how can you be a price check? It, literally, there's a price. I saw what the price was. That's why I know how much I paid for it. I got the cheapest brand I could get, so I could pay for it. So I know what the price is. So he does it again. He goes, do-do-do, and homeboy looks at me one more time before going, oh, yeah, can we get a price check on these, uh, these condoms here? I was like, oh, like dude, like, now Way mind you. chill. <laughs> now mind you, like, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not easily flustered. I'm not easily embarrassed. But like 
there is a lady behind me who lives in my building that is right behind me. Like she gotcha. is right behind me, and I, and she knows my mom, and like, mm-hmm. like I'm pretty sure she's a church going mm-hmm. woman, and I'm like, no, nah, come on, like, and she's looking at me with all like, I, I'm the biggest sinner in the world. Like she looked at me like I was Judas, like come back from come back from the earth, you know, just like ugh, you sick son of a bitch, like. And so they do this whole thing where they're trying to price check them, and this dude is like holding up in the air like his damn banner. Like I'm like, yo, can you put those down, please? So I can't go to CVS ever again. Um, so like I understand like what you mean, like and those, those type of experiences that like kind of like turn you off in stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mine are always, mine are always people to people. I don't I don't hold grudges for a long time very yeah. easily. But if you hit me the right angle on the right day, I will ha- be unable to forgive you. There are people at, you know, school who I ha- – in, in, like, elementary school who I'm still bitter against because of <laughs> imaginary – sl- and it's funny because it's, it's people I meet casually. They're not even people I talk to every day. They're, like, people – that I met once and they made me angry and now I won't talk to them. <laughs> I can give you an example of when I was like three or four years old and this occurred. So my mom tells the story much better than I do, but I'll j- give it a shot. Yeah, so I, mean, I, go well, yeah in... I, I, I can't host it with your mom, but yeah. I, I will be welcome to in the future. Uh, well, we could try that. She's hilarious, but I don't know. If, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how she'd feel about a podcast. So uh, we, I, I'm going into the doctor's office with my mom, and I'm getting, you know, like my three-year-old, four-year-old shots or whatever. Yep, yep. And the nurse goes, are you a smart girl? And, you know, you know me. Even now I'd say, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, I can only imagine younger Whitney. I can only imagine <laughs> the, the precociousness of young Whitney. And so she goes, can you count to ten? And I said, yeah, yeah, I can count to ten. Yep. So I go, one two and that's when she you know stabs me with the needle stabs you. I was yep. distracted and i scream bloody murder and punch <laughs> her in the face <laughs> but ever since that day whenever i went into the doctor's office as a child little child mind you cuz i don't remember this event at all I would point at that nurse in the doctor's office and tell all the other children that she was an evil nurse and not to let that, not to go anywhere near her. Holy shit. You're like, listen, listen, don't, don't trust her. She, 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 she's just going to hustle you with the number line. She's just going to get you. So watch out for her. She's, she's the feds. She's the feds. So this is an example of how, if you slight me in some way, I, I'm not able to forgive you. My, <laughs> I mean, well, that's, that's, see, that's fair though, because like, that, doc, that, that doctor knows going into it that there's, it's a lose-lose, like either like the shot goes wrong so that she loses in that way and then, or then two, basically you're, you're she's, you know, cause they say like, oh, is it going to hurt? And then like, so, oh, no, it doesn't hurt. And then it hurts. And then like, then they're a liar. So they're either like an evil torture, you know, an either uh, evil torture master or you know they're a liar and so they basically it's lose lose anyway like i remember my doctor my doctor uh my uh what what's uh i'm gonna sound so stupid right now but what's a uh you can edit edit that pediatrician what's what's pediatrician so hold on let me let me give some time so you can edit it out a pediatrician my pediatrician (laughs) (laughs) my pediatrician uh he was a, a pretty cool dude uh he was bald um 
and I, I liked him. He's a pretty cool guy. You know, you know, the shots went pretty easy. But there was, there was one moment. There was one moment. Uh, I was kind of was getting older. You know, I was trying to fit into my body. Um, I don't think I still haven't filled out yet. I still kind of have the frame of a of a of a teapot. Um, <laughs> take that as you will. Uh, but here's my handle and my stout somewhere around here. But uh, he. This is like when this is before, this this is after the butterfly shot. So this is like my first like actual you know, big needle shot, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be the butterfly again because, you know, I had to be conditioned to this. Now, mind you, I'm like nine years old, so I probably should, should you know, you know, buck the fuck up, but whatever. So he told me that it was, it was going to be the same as the butterfly shot because, you know, when he said, no, would, would I ever lie to you? And I was like, nah, you've been pretty good to me, buddy. So he told me to, like, tell him about, like, my favorite, like, uh, sports teams or some shit like that. So I was, like, you know, rattling off. And I remember there's a moment in time where I died on that table because he poked me with that needle and my entire soul just left my body. <laughs> like I could feel, I could feel me going faint. Like I could feel me going through like a, a hot flashes. Uh, I had the vapors at one point. Uh, I was crying, but also I was also simultaneously laughing at the same time. So I was going through like a, an episode and I came back to reality and I looked at him and I was like, you're a goddamn fucking liar. I didn't say that. I said, you're a liar. And I ran away. <laughs> so <laughs> I understand. I understand your, uh, your, your, you know, I understand that. I think that the punch was almost the, the, the lightest thing you could have done. Like, because that's just like, shots aren't a fun thing to do. Like needles aren't cool. Needles hurt. And when you have a doctor lie to you about said needle, then it's like, it's just, now you're just, now you're just creating heartbreak on top, on top of actual physical pain. And that's just like, that's just not cool with me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, I, I, uh, I feel like that is a very good example, though, of, you know, if you betray my trust in that way, if I trust something with you and you betray my trust in some way, it's really difficult for me to forgive you. Oh, dude, I I have trust issues like with <laughs> medical with medical professionals with medical like, and I understand that I with uh, with significant others with yeah, friends. Yeah. That's that's that stuff. That's all that that's come, that comes with the package. That comes with the Robbie Sapporo package. Yes, you know trust issues, random you know random random moments of stupidity. Uh, you know, the hair that just comes with the package, so that's all right. That's like it's like on my trading card, it's like a it's like an XP stat. It's like, uh, oh, the next level is like trust issues, the next level, uh, <laughs> the, ne- the next level, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna go to the store for some milk and not come back, you know. So, those are, it kind of builds up and up and up and up. <laughs> go, go to the store for some milk and not come back. I'm like, a, I'm like a Pokemon where like. I level up, but like instead of getting impressive stats, my stats get progressively worse. <laughs> like <laughs> level one is pretty good, but like level ten is like, oh no! But like by that time, it's like five months, five months of relationship. It's like you're already used to the dumb shit I did in level eight. So like you're you're just like at least it's not as bad as like those other levels. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm like, I'm very I'm very on, I'm very honest I'm very honest with myself. Like I'm like the thing about like like dating. Or like relationships is that um, a lot of people aren't honest with how much of a bat of like how much of a horrible person they are. Like when you finally like tell your like start telling yourself like, hey, you look in the mirror and you start doing the Johnny Bravo thing. You look in the mirror and you go, hey, look, I am a compulsive liar. 
And so when you start doing that, and then you leave the house, so then when you go on dates with people, people don't have to, like, find out date six. Oh, you're a compulsive liar. Like, that person can just go say, hey, I'm a compulsive liar. If that's something that you're into, like, if you're into me magically lying about things I don't need to be lying about, then that's cool. But, like, if, like, people are more honest with themselves, like, I, I feel like dating would be a lot easier. I, uh, in my Tinder profile, it said... Uh, it said like I talk I talk in movies and just like other annoying things that I do. Yeah. And I said, and my only redeeming feature is my sarcasm. So I was up front, like and then I think people were still surprised when I talked in movies. And I said, No, I told <laughs> you up front that I talk in movies and have no redeeming qualities other than my sarcasm. So You mean you mean that flaw that you talked about that you did that flaw that you admit to doing, you actually do? Like, yeah. my thing is, like, I'm very honest with people. I always say, like, listen, like, there, if you don't laugh at anything I say, you're probably not going to, like, like me on a, t- on a basis like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, outside of my jokes, I probably have nothing. I really have nothing to offer you. Like, I, uh, <laughs> like, I'm, uh, I'm not, like, I can't, like, think of anything, like, good that I do, like, particularly well. Like, I'm not, like, a good drawer. You know, I, I can't sing for shit. Um. So, like those, like those you are things got I can't a good do. smile and a good heart, kid. Do I? Do, but do, but do I? Do I really have a good <laughs> smile? You have a smile that makes me smile. Oh, oh that. Like I've looked, I've looked at my past uh, yearbook pictures. Uh, I have like a, I have a smile that looks like someone has like a gun to my back. <laughs> like I, I have, I have, I'm, I'm definitely being taken hostage. Smile. Um, I have, I have to say a... though, at least with you, okay, when you smile in pictures that you've been in with me, at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, um, that's my, you have. That's what I'm at my happiest though. You so. have an actual smile. One thing that really bothers me about people, but I'm going to say mostly men, and yeah. to be even more specific, I've experienced this with quite a few black men, is that yep. they don't oh. want to smile in photos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so they Wait. look like they're miserable, absolutely Wait. miserable, when Wait. you're like standing next to the Christmas tree, or you're going <laughs> ice skating together or something like that, and you can't take a decent photo together. <laughs> have I told you about the the five? The, I think it's the four. I I, I think I've, I've referenced it before. It's the four black man. The four black man poses in pictures. So there's the uh, the first black man pose is like it's the, the double point at the camera. It's the w- wish you were here. So when you're at like a club or even if you're not, like, even if you're at a club sporting event in front of um, here by yourself. Yeah, if you're in your room by yourself, it's just like, the, don't you wish you were here? Yeah! And, like, you point at the camera. There's the B-boy stance, which is a squat, uh, arms arms crossed, yep. knee mugging. Sometimes yep. some people, it's like, sometimes it's a little bit of a smirk. Uh, then there's three, which is, um, it's the, uh, it's kind of the mean, it's the mean mug, but your hands are down. But it's like, you're kind of like showing that, showing that, showing that, uh, that forearm muscle, you know, showing a little. Yes, like, yes, you're flexing. You've been, you've been to the gym once this, you know, once this month, you know, you've been. You've been, you've been lifting that one weight, you know. You just kind of show off, and then there's, and then there's number four, and number four is uh, I find this a lot that I, I I actually do it a lot too. Sometimes is uh, when you're posing with someone and you have your your arm around them, and you're still pointing. 
Like I, I don't know why I do it. Like I'll have, I'll, like I'll have like my hand around them, but instead of putting like my arm like on their shoulder, or like it's usually with someone shorter too. I like I'll have it pointing, so it looks like my I have like a finger gun at their face, <laughs> like pew pew, and so <laughs> so it looks like I, I that they look very uncomfortable because like I'm looking like I'm I have them at like I'm sticking them up in like a cop and robbers game. So those are kind of the four black man poses that I know I personally have done. So. Don't take it personally. It's just hashtag on brand. No, it's it's just it, it's and I like I said it's a, it's a general like I think it's men who feel the need to be masculine. Does that make sense? Like I I, I take a lot of photos of law enforcement officers in my dream, yeah, and none of them know how to pose for a decent photo. You don't have to look serious standing next to your cop car. I mean, I mean. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you just got to let people know, you know, I got this, <laughs> I got this badge, but I'm also got a, I also got a stern face, you know, like, I, I, it's, I, just, the, it's, it, but it's with, it's, it's the general, it, it, it's, it's older men, I think is more than younger men. Well, when you're an old, well, when you're older than, like, you're, when you're a man, you're a man, you're like 35, there's something to smile about, so like, I, <laughs> You're you're Bobby, actually we're in pain. only like twelve years from thirty five. Oh, I know. I'm twenty three in this thing that I don't smile about. So I'm like, <laughs> I understand that. Like, I feel like, like I know, like my like my dad. My dad's fifty two. So whenever people ask him to pose in pictures, he has to get up. And so when he has to get up, he doesn't like to get up because he has arthritis. So he's already in a bad mood. So you're not going to change that that frown into a smile. So you're going to have to deal with like the straight face. So I guess like. I think that's the thing. It's like, what happens before that picture was taken? So, like, you know, if you go approach your dad and go, hey, can you take this picture with me? Maybe that, maybe, you know, his contacts are out. And he's too grumpy to go replace them. So maybe it's like, he's going to the picture in a bad mood anyway. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think that younger generations are better with photos. Be, like, you always get the older people who are like, oh, don't take my photo. Don't take my photo or whatever. That yeah, that is that is that is true. They they all no, I don't want to be. I'm like, listen, you're like 50 years old. You've probably been in like a hundred damn photos. Well, and see, that's why I feel like with younger people, younger people are like, there's already bad photos of me on the internet. Just go for it. Like yeah, that yep, true. I have so many bad photos on my Facebook. Woo! Oh, I have like there's a like I like I've traced the uh, I've traced the history of my hairline uh, through time, like through bad pictures on Facebook. Like seventh and eighth grade, my hairline was nowhere close to like my forehead. So like I looks like I have I have looks like I have like an alien versus predator looking like forehead. Like my forehead, you could land like two 747s on that damn thing. Like I had a big ass head. And then I started growing my hair out more, which is secret. I'm gonna secret I'm put on the podcast. I grow my hair because if my hair was shorter, I would have a bigger forehead. Anyway, uh <laughs> So like I was like facing like my hairline. That's how like I know if I what was if I knew that's how I know if I was like doing well in life. Is like where's my hairline in juxtaposition to my forehead? So pictures in seventh and eighth grade are obviously not good. Like my hairline is nowhere to be seen. So I'm obviously not having a good day. But like eleventh grade, my hairline was right. My hair was right. So I'm like, all right, I was definitely doing better. It's 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 interesting because um, for me, you know. In 10th grade, I was a scene girl, you know, that S-C-E-N-E, the ones who dyed their hair like bright pink and wore the colorful pants with the shirts that had stupid sayings. Um, I didn't dye my hair because I was scared, but I had that 
really choppy haircut with the really like in your eyes bang. Oof, oof, that's. And <laughs> um, you know, I had a T-shirt that said "Mad Ninja Skills." I got them. Oh, go God! Serial <laughs> killer, uh, you know, with like Cheerios and a spoon. Um, yeah. I, I like I, I like that you're openly admitting this. You're yeah, no, openly I mean, admitting it's, this. It's out there in the public. I'm not ashamed of Oof, it. That's uh, tough. Mm. But should I be? <laughs> I, I feel like there's some stuff that, like, if your employers found out about this, they'd fire you. But, like, <laughs> I wasn't doing drugs. I was just dressing badly. Yeah, but, uh, but that's, that's a close second, though. A close <laughs> second. <laughs> that's a close second. <laughs> uh, but... So there's so many terrible photos of that out there already in the world that I'm kind of like, you know what? If I uh, look making a weird face in this photo, sure. Do I want my uh, the booze I'm seeking to see that? No, but I, if they're stalking me closely enough, they're going to find all sorts oh. of photos where I've got a giant zit in the middle of my Ooh. forehead kind of thing. Mm. So oh, there, there's a there's a period of time. Um where uh <laughs> so there's a period of time where i thought i was gonna grow up this like this mustache so i was gonna try to grow up this you know top top, no. top mustache yeah no was so, it a pedo stash it, it it was it was worse like one part of the mustache can grow the other part didn't grow so like one part came down to my chin and then one part did not come down to my chin so it looked <laughs> it actually looked like uh it looked like a uh a reverse r just on the top of my lip <laughs> but the short the short half of the r was curved into my lip so it really didn't it looked it looked horrendous like it looked terrible oh, um it, so there's, there's a couple of pictures that i took i think like i went out that night and uh, there's a couple of pictures of it up on there and i had i had to delete those like i'm very i can make fun <laughs> of myself but i had to delete, i had to delete those like i couldn't have like future pe- people that i respect see those pictures and then look at me the same way ever again uh, and to that day i've never like tried to grow my mustache like that ever again so you learn, you learn from your bad pictures. Yeah, I, you do. You do, though. And I, so I think that – I just think that's why, in general, younger people are like, go ahead, take a photo of me. I don't care. You know, it's, it's temporary. I have plenty of good photos to balance it out. Yeah, unless you don't have like, – unless you're like, no, there's some people, you know, they, they try very hard on the internet to, to, to make – to take good pictures. And I, some people just can't take good pictures. Like, that's just – that's a fact of life. Yeah. Like, yes, they, they yeah. try their best. And it's like, listen, like, honey, I don't, I don't care how many times you step your toe in that picture. It, you still don't look good. Uh, I know, and I know somebody like that who is trained to be a photographer or who wants to be a photographer. Mm, that's tough. And you're like, well, you can't take a good photo to save your life, honey. I, <laughs> she's taking pictures of, 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 of blurry objects like. Like ah, I, that, that's my that's my uh, my artist representation. It's my vision, actually. It's meant to be blurry because we're all passing through time. You, you see, I'm a visionary. You see, <laughs> you you've nailed it on the head, basically. Uh- <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. So um. As we're as we're wow, we're rapidly reaching the almost reaching the hour the hour portion. Gosh, time just flies on this. Um, so it, it's definitely our, our time for uh, trash. What what is trash? Uh, what is trash? Uh, so I will let I let you go first. Uh, what what is what is something that that is trash? What what do people need to know is is not good. Oh. In fact, hashtag very bad. Oh geez, I wasn't prepared for this. Hang on, hang on. 
I, I can go for I, I can go I, I can go first if you need me to. You go first because I need to think of something. So I, this oh, might I have something in a minute. Oh, okay. Okay. So this might uh, alarm some people. I don't know how many people really, you know, buy into this, but there there is something in this world that is that is objectively terrible. It is trash. It's not good. Um, that is uh, Frozen. Is trash. I rewatched it. Again. We talked about this last week. You said Frozen was trash. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. did. Well, you said Josh Gad is trash. I said Josh Gad is trash. (laughs) I'm going full circle now. Oh, okay. Sorry. Continue. I'm circling the wagons here on on this express. Frozen is trash for two two main reasons. Number one, uh, Elsa really should be evil. Uh, She is a god who can create life and then stick it on her sister and then somehow... We're supposed to forget that halfway during the movie. Um, and she also, like, basically almost froze her and the entire town. So technically she should be the bad guy. And the movie would be better if she was the bad guy. Um, and the second part of this just this overrated piece of garbage movie um, is Josh Gad is horrendous. I'm not going to get into Josh Gad again. But Josh Gad is unfunny. He is terrible. He's got that twonky... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josh Gad. I'm a snowman. <laughs> wanna play? I'm Olaf. Want to play with me? Um, but I can substitute that by saying, what the fuck is that rock soul scene about? Is the- I've watched that five times. I've seen the movie five times already. And that, that scene still makes no fucking sense. The what? Like, I get I, the rock soul scene. Like, I get it. You know, it's where he's from. But then they sing that dumb song. And then uh, it's a dumb fucking, it's a dumb movie. Like, Fro- I don't know how Frozen is. Uh, okay, I get why it's popular, but like when people tell me it's better than like Tangled, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> See, okay, my argument uh, is that Moana is probably the best, most recent. Moana's Moana's the best. And then, Moana's and actually then the best. Tiana from Princess and the Frog. I really yes. love. I don't understand why more people don't love Princess and the Frog. It was awesome. Black people, uh, black people. I, I'll just because there's black people in it. I'll, I'll yeah, be. No, I'll be a hundred. Moana was okay because The Rock was in it. The Rock's acceptable. He's Samoan. That's not black. Like, <laughs> there's a, there are degrees of what people will accept in their movies. There's, you're not going to tell. Listen, don't don't muddy up Disney's pure history with the black princess. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you know they're they're pure pure. You know, mind you, they had a a, a movie where a church going man basically was jacking off to an illustration of a gypsy woman. But don't you dare just just <laughs> dilute. <laughs> <laughs> the loot, the good, the pure history of Disney. I do love Hunchback. But, uh, <laughs> um, so, well, okay, here's my thing. I think that the reason people sympathize with Frozen is that Elsa is a particularly good character no, in the she, way she that, is. in the way, she should be evil, though. <laughs> no, she, I think it would have been more interesting. I think they could have gone further with it and done something a little more interesting. But I think that people can sympathize with Elsa because she's someone who feels trapped by her circumstances. Does that make sense? Like the "Let It Go." Yeah, song, yeah. It, it's a good song. "Let It Go" is a good song. No, no, no. Like the the song, the songs are the songs are good. It's like, catchy. It's annoying things, as hell, like, but it's catchy and it actually. When I say a when I say when I like when I say things are trash, like yes, trash. I mean trash as in like Frozen. Objectively, is a good movie. Objectively, it's a good movie. I also think that there are tra- there's elements of that are very, 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 very bad. Like I think like things are good. Like the songs are good. Um, it's for a Disney movie. 
it's kind of funny. Like, because sometimes Disney tries to be funny and it's not funny. And you're just like, wow, this is terrible. Um, <laughs> like, have you, like, you've seen movies where, like, Disney is trying to, like, hit you with a bunch of jokes and they're, none of them are landing. Yeah. And they're like, wow, I wish this would, like, Chicken Little is a, a, a great example of a movie that had a lot of jokes that were not funny. And I sat there like, wow, this is terrible. Um, but, like, like, there's, like, good things in it. Like, uh, I, but there's things of it that I thought, like, I think, like, the, um, like, the villains are, are pretty fucking weak. Like, yeah, that was a twist ending, but, like, it just was poorly executed, and I, I really didn't care. Like, I did, at the, I did not care at the end of the movie whether he got his comeuppance or not. I, I, I could have cared less, really, about him. Um, and, like, that's not supposed to happen. Like, I'm supposed to, like, want to see a Disney villain either get his comeuppance or I want to see more of the Disney villain. And I, and I could have cared less. Like, he wasn't, like, someone that I'm like, oh, I want to see more of you. Like, for example, like, uh, you know, it's like Hades and Hercules. Like, Hercules is a movie that's average. Uh, whoa, but, like, whoa, James Woods. Whoa. James, what happened? Whoa. Hercules was awesome. <laughs> Hercules was an average-ass movie. Uh, oh, that's who, I didn't know that you Hang were on. a fan We're of We're going to have to release a special episode that's just us ranking Disney movies. <laughs> okay, you know what? We'll we'll save it for that time. But that's that's what we'll, we'll, that'll be the next that'll be the next podcast. Uh, so I'm gonna to rest on that laurel that Frozen is a is it is a good movie, but there's a lot of trash elements of it that hunts making it trash. You don't have to say it was good. It was mediocre, but there were elements that were good. It, I, okay, thank you. I'm glad I don't have to go with that. It, it sucked. <laughs> the movie sucked. Yeah. Um, but like, go on. What what is trash for you? Uh, okay, so it's funny because I was actually thinking about a movie. Uh, so. I, you know, everyone, I, I'm a girl, okay? And I can get girly. Are you? I'm, I can get, I know. I can get girly sometimes, and I watch a lot of HGTV, I DIY shit Lifetime. all the time. I'm addicted to it. And so everyone was saying, watch The Christmas Prince, watch The Christmas Prince. And I said, all right, all right, all right, all right. Maybe this will appeal to me. And kid you not, I couldn't even get through the first 10 minutes of that baloney Okay, so this girl. So wait, what is the Christmas Prince? Okay, it's, like, it's this give Netflix. me a blow by blow because I'm not gonna watch this movie. It's, so it was a-, a Netflix movie, okay, and I don't know what the surprise twist is or whatever because I couldn't get into the movie. But oh, it's damn. a Netflix wow. movie. It's supposed yeah, to be yeah. a Hallmark rom com Christmas themed, okay? And this prince is supposed to go get coronated on Christmas Day or whatever, but he's a playboy supposedly, uh-huh. yep. and this woman is working as a copywriter at a magazine that's called, like, Now Beat or something like that. Whatever. Wait, it's, wait, it's called what? Like, Now Beat or something. It was really, now? really stupid. <laughs> that's really stupid. Dumb. <laughs> but um, anyway, so one of the first little bits is that a writer comes back with a 600-word story that was supposed to be 250, and she goes yeah, up that's to normal. And says, no. hey, you're going to need to shorten this. And he goes, uh, isn't that your job? I'm sorry. Oh! That has never happened. Ever. Like Conflict. <laughs> when does that ever happen that you're told to write a 250-word story? As a journalist, Robbie. As a journalist. Yes, yes. When have yes. you been told to write a 250-word story and you wrote 600 words? Never. I, I I don't overachieve, so never. Like, I might go over to, like, I may go over but then I have 300. I have never, yeah, I've, I've never taken a, uh, a small blurb, because usually your 250 stories are some mm, run-of-the-mill local story. Yeah, it's fluff. You're never going to make a, 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 what are you writing 600 words about 
Fluff you're like war. describing what? the underwear that the model's wearing or something like that, because I think it was a fashion show. Um, what in the world? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I once I hit that, I was just like, okay, I've lost. I I knew. All spoilers, but this is still so incredibly stupid. And then her editor calls her in and says, "You're the only person who can write about this. You need to go to this made-up country and go yep. follow a prince." Uh, it's like normal as most. As most I was just do. like, I can't do this. I'm done. I can't, I can't. As most editors do. <laughs> but because why does this small newspaper care about this prince's playboy lifestyle? Nobody, nobody runs. Like nobody's gonna pay for me as a journalist to go. Uh, who who's a playboy? Let's say some congressman is a playboy. Uh, ooh, mm, that's yeah. That's, pick pick, pick, pick any of them. Really. Definitely true. But, you know, nobody's going to pay for me to run an expose about what a playboy they are. Nobody cares. Everyone knows they're a playboy. But you see here, but it's storytelling. And whether it makes, whether it makes sense or not, <laughs> you got to gotta push that plot along at some point. But anyway, I, just, I was so disappointed because it was meant to be one of those crappy distractions from my life, like many of the other trashy TV shows I watch. And then it just angered you. Further. But it was just such trash that I couldn't, I had to walk away from the dumpster fire. I wanted to watch it burn. And I had to just walk away. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think people probably recommended it to you. No, it was like, more like, it, nobody directly recommended it. It was more like everybody I respected on Twitter liked it. Well, see, th- that, that's, the, that's the problem. See, hey, that, that's, hey, why I, hey. that's why I, like, that's why I, I can't watch things until a year after like, I, like i'm not gonna watch the last jedi until a year later because i i can't no i'm watching I, it on I, sunday well i see, have my ticket see i can't i can't do that see i, I have to wait because i because people are gonna tell me people are gonna tell me oh it's the greatest thing in the world and it's like I, when I, I people think like i'm contrarian like to be contrarian no i'm have contrarian. you watched the star wars movies yes i i, I loved uh, i loved yeah i like i really liked it actually and i really don't like star wars but I, actually I just it. realized that the person I'm going with, one of yeah. the people I'm going with, has never seen a Star Wars movie. That's the best way to go. Honestly, it's the best way to go watch those movies. Like, I didn't care about the prequels. I didn't give a damn about the last movie. I didn't care. Like, I didn't. I like that. That was actually probably the first Star Wars movie I watched front, like front from uh, beginning to end. Like, I don't care about like the lore. I don't care about Episode Five. I don't give a shit about that. Like, I just watched it. I just watched it as a movie, and it was the best thing I've ever watched. Because I didn't care about any of that stupid nerdy stuff. Like, see, see, life is a lot better when you remove the nerd. Like, that's like Game of Thrones. Like, I like Game of Thrones because I didn't read the book. So I didn't come in with all that holier-than-thou nerdy, oh, that's, uh, that's Stannis Baratheon of the, of the sixth, sixth wing of the tower. Like, I didn't know. I didn't care about that. I, I cared about the fact that these two siblings were fucking, and they knocked this little boy off the thing. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm invested. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't read shit. I don't, I don't watch shit to, to, like, fulfill, like, my nerddom or, like, fulfill something that I read. Like, nah, I go into stuff cold, and I want to be impressed. And then maybe, maybe I'll, I'll read a book or something like that. Um, I did read all the Game of Thrones books, and <laughs> I've been a Nerd! So, just to give you an idea of my family, my dad has, like, all the ori- all the characters from the original series. Yep. I had all the characters from the prequel series, and now my brother, who's, he's 14, so he's getting a little old for it, 
but he yeah. had some of the uh, new figurines. So all those little figurines and the like ships, like we, he has a Millennium Falcon and we have a TIE fighter and both yeah. that ship. So yeah, um, when you say these things, you really mortally wound me because you're talking about me. Hey, listen, but you're like, like I I respect you though, and I respect <laughs> I respect I respect you. So it's like I'm I'm like here's the thing. I always say that because I can't read a book, and that's 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 the I guess oh, okay. I can't read. So like I I get mad at other people who can read books, and then I I hate on the fact that they can look at words and sentences and process them in their brain, and then I get mad and jealous. So like you know when I say things like you know oh you nerds reading your books and getting education. And, and bettering yourselves, I that is coming from a place of bitterness and loneliness. Um, that I've never had a book that's touched me in a way that I can be touched anywhere else. Um, I would just like to add that I really like the new Star Wars series and the new movies because they have strong female characters, even though it's bothered some people. Because Ooh, how I dare you? <laughs> how dare you? I grew up as a child watching these movies, and I was always really pissed when I was forced to be Padme. Be, or Princess Leia because Ugh. they both are kind of they're kind of okay like they have their moments but they're kind of they play like super third string fiddle like they're not even second string they're Hell, third, third string third, third string they're, they're pretty much like because I, I remember like I watched the, the, the prequels when I was younger like yeah again like the only Star Wars I haven't seen are the original Star Wars I've never seen those before um like I know what happens like, the, tell me that's like literally I know what has happened in each movie. Mind you, I've never seen them, so that should tell you something, uh, which is why I'm not going to go watch it, because it's like, I already know what happens. Um, so, like, uh, like, and I watched them, no, like, you're right, because there's, like, a part where, like, she goes from, like, a sharpshooter to, like, pregnant and barefoot doing nothing in the movie, and it's like, well, thanks. <laughs> that, that, was her, that was her arc. <laughs> good, good job there, George Lucas, yeah, yeah, visionary of horrendous writing. I, 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 uh, I, uh, I uh no I like I said I, I liked it like Ray's a great character like uh like this it was just like, it was just a really good movie like it was a good movie it was a movie where like people who you know I guess people who like Star Wars or into the lore could appreciate it but people who just want to see a good movie could be entertained and that was it so you know hopefully the next one is good like I said I, I'm not gonna watch it until like a like a couple of months later um when it comes out on DVD because or like, Netflix gonna, or or Netflix yeah uh, or Netflix. newer ones are on Netflix. So, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll check it out. My 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 might might give might give my opinion. Might give my opinion in two weeks. Okay. But might be trash or not. We'll I see. mean, it's a Disney movie, so we can uh you know Ooh. incorporate that into our Disney rank. <laughs> is that is that really canon? Well, soon everything's gonna be a Disney movie. Like Disney's gonna own Pootie Tang in like two. Disney's weeks, so. gonna own us someday. I hope. I, I I mean, listen. I I'm like one of those people who like bad mouths corporations until I get bought out by a corporation. Like, I'm like Avril Lavigne. Like, I'm, I'm against the system until the system actually buys into me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm such a punk until I actually get, you know, bought out, and then I'm I've been, a part of I've, the I, I, I've been trying to sell out. And I've been, like, once I found out what the word sell out means, I've been trying to sell out for, like, 23 years. Like, I've been trying to get to a point where I can sell out. Like, <laughs> I guess, I've been where... ain't got them. Sell it. Oh yeah, please. I'm like, listen, like you wanna, you actually wanna pay for this shit and pay me money? Oh, cool. cool. You wanna rewrite my entire identity? Oh, fine. Is the are the text coming? Like people go, oh, I can't believe that person would sell out. I'm like, I can believe it. No, I, I can believe. 
I can believe that they sold out. <laughs> that's that's very on brand. I was thinking I would do. <laughs> well, we better wrap this up because we're already a little bit over an hour. So, thanks well, for checking in, guys. Thank you. Thanks for checking in. Thanks uh, all two listeners who've made it this far. Yep. Thank you. Uh, it's probably gonna go down to one. It's probably gonna go down to one when people find out about our takes on certain things. But uh, we hope we'll talk to you two in two weeks. Uh, and uh, well. Sign us out. <laughs> Didn't I just sign us out? Okay. <laughs> Wait. Bye. Peace.